everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was Or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week, this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Kelly O Show. On today's show I have a friend who I have known for the better part of 10 or 11 years, Ronnie Noon, and I met her through, I guess I'm just going to say the blogging space. You know, she was a blogger that I connected to. I think Carla Bernberg introduced us and I I have interviewed Carla on the show probably at least one or two times. I'll link that up in the show notes as well. Ms. Fit Online, if you, for those of you that have been around for a while and have followed Carla, you know. But Ronnie is the founder of one of the coolest fitness conferences back in the day. Um, it's called Fit Blogging, and that's how I met Ronnie. I spoke at that conference a couple times. I got to meet Kathy Friedrich at that conference. I've been such a fan of hers for years and years and years. I totally geeked out when I met her. Um, but anyway, Ronnie and I have you know just been friends on Facebook and all the social platforms and certainly shared a lot of similar experiences, both owning a fitness-focused business uh, around fitness bloggers at the same time, um, same time frames, if you will. But the reason I asked her on the show today is because even though I've known her all this time and she's always been into fitness and I don't know that I knew particularly what she used to do. I didn't know until actually I interviewed her in this uh, podcast that she was as much into running as, as she was for a while. But the reason I asked her on the show is that in the past, I don't know, six, seven, eight or so months, I've noticed when she posts on Facebook, she would be posting this stuff about her CrossFit experiences. And I just saw this different version of Ronnie. I saw somebody who was just so proud and getting so strong and she just was glowing. I don't know for lack of a better way of saying it. Um, I know that can sound kind of cheesy, but she just, I I would look at her and I was transfixed. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, she's really loving what she's doing. She just comes across as strong and empowered and like, I've got this and just uh, like a, a, a new and improved version of herself. And it was really inspiring. Um, now, the reason that I'm having her on the show is because I think it's really cool to hear people's fitness journey and how it can take turns. And, and you know, she started off as somebody who was more into running. And that was what made her really enjoy fitness. And then later on, she she actually found CrossFit a lot earlier than I thought. I thought she had only started going to CrossFit recently, but you'll hear in this interview when she discovered it. But really my point for bringing her on the show was I really want to inspire all of you to, you know, find something that you love that just is addicting to you, that is transforming you, not just physically, but really from a life perspective. And that can happen. I think one of the biggest stumbling blocks that, that occurs with people, and I have some folks that are I'm coaching from a like a fitness and a nutrition perspective. And what I see as common with them is they don't have something that they love to do from an activity perspective. And too many of us, I think, we look at fitness as punishment. Like, well, I have to lose weight, so I better get on the treadmill. I know I need to do some cardio. Or, you know, it's like it's like a 
a prescription. It shouldn't be that way. There are so many different choices now and things that you can do. And so I want to have people on the show like this. Um, frankly, as well, one of the reasons I wanted to have her on the show is I think there's a lot of you out there that are like me that kind of feel yourself maybe pulled to try CrossFit out, but you're intimidated by it. I have very much been intimidated by it. Um, and so we go over that. But again, the reason I'm having people like Ronnie on the show is to just show you how your entire life can transform when you find something you love. And also that fitness can change as you change. You know, it doesn't have to be that you start, you know, maybe some of you that listen to this show, you started um, doing Weight Watchers and you were going to the gym and doing, you know, group fitness classes. And that just became dull, boring, or you just weren't enjoying it. And you stopped because that's all you know. And the reason that I want folks like this on the show, whether it's marathoners or figure competitors or CrossFitters or, you know, people that just started training with a trainer, whatever it is, is just to kind of expose you to different types of fitness and how different people tried something outside of their comfort zone and found that it changed them, not just physically, but mentally and and really spiritually, if you have it. You know, a lot of people say that about yoga. It certainly has been true for me. I just want to expose you to different people who have, you know, maybe started one way, took a different path, or maybe you can just listen to interviews like this and go, you know what? I think I want to try something completely different. Because bottom line is if you want to get fit or sustain a certain level of weight loss and fitness, you have to find something that you love that like pulls you out of bed in the morning. Because if you don't have that, you're not going to stay on that path. You're not going to stay revved up and wanting to continue to go day after day after day. And that's really key. You, you've got to find something you love. And that's why I want to have folks like Ronnie on the show to share with you how they found something that is just the it factor for them. So I know you're really going to enjoy this interview. She shares quite a lot of insights. I love her story. And I know that you will be inspired, particularly if you had any inkling or just a little bit of pull towards CrossFit or just even towards doing anything out of your comfort zone. I know that this uh, interview will nudge you to, to take that first step. It certainly did with me. So um, sit back and enjoy. This is about a 40, 42 minute interview uh, with Ronnie Noon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Kelly O Show. I am so excited because I have a, I hate saying old friend because that makes me feel like I'm calling people old, but a dear long-term friend of mine, Ronnie. And you know what else, Ronnie, I just realized? I have no idea how I say your last name. Oh, it's a noon. Noon. Okay. Noon with I, an E. <laughs> I, I was writing it down on the paper. I'm like, I don't think I've ever said Ronnie's last name out loud. I always just said it was Ronnie from Pip Blogging or Ronnie. Um, and, I, and I never, ever have. Okay. So that actually makes sense because it's just how it's spelled. But yeah, um, well, you know, some people used to think it was a pseudonym for no one because I was trying to keep my anonymity or is that the right word? Anonymity. And I was like, no, no, no. I married into a noon. Like, I'm like, no, it's like my actual name. It's not, it's not me trying to like hide who I really am at all. <laughs> my last, my, when I was married the first time to the starter husband, I had the most obnoxious, ridiculous, moronic last name. And it was not pronounced anywhere close to what it was spelled. And I'm so joyous that I don't have that situation anymore. But the funniest thing about my last name, and there's no rhyme or reason to it, my entire adult life, people in my business world would call me Kim and not mm. Kelly. They would either write back and it, you know, it'd be there, it would be my email signed Kelly Alexa and they go, hi, Kim. And I'm like, what, why is it that people think I'm Kim? Or they would always think Alexa was my first name. And I'm like, well, it's actually cooler than Kelly, but hey whatever. So I'm so glad to have you on the show. Um, and for everybody listening, Ronnie and I go way back as far back as if you've listened to my recent podcast that I made live with Carla Bernberg. And I'm pretty sure that's how I met you. Like, didn't Probably you through I, Carla? Yeah. I miss yeah. Carla. I miss Carla so much. I miss those days. Like <laughs> yes. so for everybody listening. And I said this in the intro, but you know, Ronnie ran, ran the coolest and one of the earliest, like you were like the breakthrough badass fitness conference back in the day. When did Fit Blogging start? Um, Fit Blogging 10, so 2010 was uh, the first year. And that's right when I guess Blogger was a well, couple years in, right? Like 
blog her. Mm-hmm. I don't know when blog her had their initial conference, but I remember I went to blog her. I went to world blog expo and I was like, Oh, these are great. Except I have nothing in common with these people. Right. <laughs> you know, they're blogging digital uh, phones or they're blogging like technology or they're blogging. And I'm like, well, I got to get like people together that actually want to blog about the same thing. And that's, and actually Carla was instrumental in the beginning. Um, I actually first tried to kind of start it with her and a couple other bloggers at the time. And then I realized, okay, there are too many hands in the pot and someone just needs to truck this forward. So I kind of made them more like my board. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm yeah. going to make this happen, but I'm going to run things by you. Just get your thoughts. And, and that's kind of how it got kicked off. But you did it. And, and because of you, actually, it's because of you and your conference that I was able to meet. Um, I hate, I hate using the word idol, but like one of my fitness idols, Kathy Friedrich. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, I met her at your conference, I think. And I, I literally, it's so funny because I've met some celebrities in person, but the people that got me like all googly inside, meeting Gary Vaynerchuk, my buddy, for the first mm-hmm. time, I was more like, wow, I finally met Gary V. And then um, meeting Kathy Friedrich because I'd been doing her videos and just thinking she was the shit for so long. And I, I, I remember I met her at your place and I'm like, oh my God, she's so tiny, like so short. And I thought, and it made me look at her videos differently going forward because I'm like, all the girls in her videos are the exact same height. So she must be really strategic that, because I never had thought she was that short. I don't know why I'm sharing the story, but anyway, because of Ronnie's conference, that was this really badass fitness conference and we would go every year. That's how we got to know each other. I think I spoke at it a couple of times. Yeah. It really was, you were very groundbreaking and you had this really cool conference and we are definitely going to have Ronnie back on the show to talk um, in the business series because she's definitely got a lot to bring to the table of, of experience and decisions that, that she's made. She's always been very ahead of the, ahead of the curve for sure. But the reason that I wanted to have her on is, so we go way back as I, as you've just known, you know, from a business perspective, but also just knowing each other in the fitness blogging space. And I have been noticing Ronnie recently on Facebook, just from a friend perspective. And I've seen her posting that she was getting into CrossFit and like you have this badass, short, sassy, like really blonde (laughs) haircut. And the truth is like, you've always been into fitness, but you, I've been watching you like age backwards. I've been watching you, like my observation of you is just like, here's this woman. I never would have thought, but I've seen so many people in this community that you, I would go, I would never see them doing CrossFit. Like CrossFit mm-hmm. still intimidates the hell out of me. And yet I'm drawn to it because my last trainer kind of had me training in that style. And I actually was surprised how much I liked it. But the reason I wanted Ronnie on the show, I've just watched her have this transformation. And she is this badass who is, every post she puts up, and I know you guys are going to want to connect with her on Facebook and, and social because she will inspire you. But I wanted to have her on the show just to have her talk about how she, how she found CrossFit. Um, this isn't trying to sell any of you on CrossFit, but if, if it does make you want to test it out, I just want you guys to find something you love. And to me, Ronnie, I could be speaking for you and I want to hear your story. It just seems like you found something that you, that has really like revived you and brought you alive. So I'm going to ask you, give us your first, before we get into your CrossFit, when did you first get into to fitness in your life? Like when was that for you and why, and what were you doing? Like before you, you found this recent CrossFit thing. Okay. So <laughs> I feel like this is a, there. Yeah, this is a novel really. Um, so I'll try to, uh, super abbreviate it because actually one of the things that I'm trying to do is not feel like I constantly have to justify where I am by comparing it to where I was. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. As you know, like a lot of women always have this need to like, especially when you start to maybe succeed at something, you always want to go, but, but, but wait, you don't know. I was once this or, but, 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 you know what I mean? I always have that feeling. So I try not to do that um, anymore. It's kind of my own personal goal. But so I, um, Oh God, I don't even know where to start. Let's see. I hated working out forever. <laughs> I don't, I, I was not a, I was not a childhood athlete. I, I never did sports as a kid. I was pretty late. I was pretty lazy. I was like the college kid who would like 
drive a mile to campus and get parking <laughs> tickets. Like I never, never, ever, ever worked out. And I struggled with uh, bad body image, bad eating habits. You know, actually my husband and I just celebrated our 25th dating anniversary and um, we went I back saw to our, that. That's yeah, awesome. We went back to our old college town and um, we ordered uh, um, a stromboli, which is kind of, if you don't know what that is, like a folded up pizza. Yes. Basically. And so, and we it's were reminiscing. <laughs> oh God, it is. And we were, and we were reminiscing. I'm like, oh my gosh, literally every week, if not twice a week, we would go to the bar and we would drink and we would come home drunk. We would order, we would order a stromboli. We would eat it. We would fall asleep. I'm like this. I'm like, no wonder why I was so overweight back then. Uh, oh, it was just yeah, like right? bad habits, you know, just bad habits. Um, and then uh, I graduated college uh, with my master's degree in 2000. And um, I was at all time highest weight for me at that at that time. And we we were, you know, our lives were just getting started. We were, we graduated, we moved to Maryland, we both got a job, I was programming. Um, and for the next few years, it was typically, I got married, we bought a house, like we were going through the, the stages. Mm-hmm. And during that time, it was still very, for me, very like, I want to be skinny. I want to lose weight. Let me try not eating for three days. Let me try the cabbage soup. Let me, let me try fender mean. Let me try, like I was just, you know, just throwing darts at a dartboard and hoping something would magically mm-hmm. <laughs> give me a body that, that I felt good about. Um, and then I got pregnant. And then um, I, while I was pregnant, I gained like 70 pounds and I remember distinctly having the thought of, okay, I cannot continue down this path. It's such a bad example for my son to mm-hmm. see his mom, you know, starving herself or only eating a certain food or, you know, doing whatever. I was like, okay, so this has to stop. I just got to like, it, was, it sounds funny. And you'll get this reference. It's like, I needed to stop the insanity. It was like, yes. I really literally <laughs> felt like that. So, um, after my son was born two weeks, I remember I, I, and this is, this, this is when the blogging started too. two weeks after he was born, I walked into Weight Watchers and I was like, okay, here's the deal. I am going to do this on my terms. Like if I don't want, I, I wasn't into working out. So I was like, I'm not going to work out. Um, because if I have to do something that I don't want to do forever, to maintain it, it's not going to work. So I really just tackled the food side of things and, you know, followed my points, did the plan and my made a commitment to my blog at that time. And I was like, I am going to blog every way in day once a week, minimum. Um, what year just, was this? This was like 2005. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to, so I kept accountable to the blog. I said, I don't care if I gain, I don't care if I lose. I'm going to just talk about it you know, just like, this is how I feel or celebrate it when it went well and talk about why maybe I didn't do well, you know, and I just did that. And I was really active on like Weight Watcher message boards at that time because message boards were still a thing. You know, there was no forums and message boards. There was no Facebook. There was no Twitter. Like, you know, this was the way that people connected. We had Blackberries. Um, Yeah. I didn't have a Blackberry, but I had a flip phone. (laughs) I had a flip phone for sure. Um, And let's see, we, so at that time, so I started losing weight and then I started to like walk more and then I, you know, whatever. And I hit my goal weight in a year. It took me about a year to lose like 70 pounds. Um, I actually had a tummy tuck at that time. Cause I was like my, I was like, I had so much extra skin cause my mm-hmm. weight would just go in crazy directions back and forth. Like I would gain and lose 50 pounds in a year. Easy. Um, and then my life, I don't know, from that point on, I felt like I just had a shift in mentality. Like I still struggled with bad, you know, sometimes bad eating habits and whatever, but I walked more. I took hikes. I did things like that. And then probably about three years into maintaining this weight loss. So this was probably around 2008 ish, I guess. I don't know. I can't, I, you find when you get older, I can't keep track of time anymore. <laughs> Maybe two years in. I don't, I don't know. remember what I did two hours ago. <laughs> I know it's really bad, but I was like, okay, I am not eating anything. Like I was really maintaining this very skinny physique by just not eating. Like, I, you yeah. know, I would maybe consume like eight, 900 calories a day. Um, and I was like, this isn't, I can't do this forever. It's not going to work. I have to start working out. And so I joined the Y and my son was a toddler at this time, you know, I would take him with me and put him in the childcare and take like a step class. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is actually kind of fun. Like it was the first time I wasn't subscribing exercise for myself as 
punishment. A punishment. Yeah. It was more like, I was like, this seems like the right, it just felt like the right thing to do. And so I started taking every, I would never go into the weight room or do, it was God all, it forbid. was, God forbid, it was classes. Like I would take step, I would take spinning, I would take whatever class they offered. And I was like, okay, wait, this is the secret. This is it. This is like, just try stuff. And then, you know, I would like a class or not like a class and then do that one couple of weeks and then try something else and whatever class I could take. And then I befriended a trainer <laughs> and she was like, um, she brought me in the weight room and we did some free weight stuff and we would work out like once a week. And then she was like, you should run a 5k. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. I'm like, no one, I don't run. That's crazy. Um, and <laughs> I remember me that that's like, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's yeah, no. so funny that this is one of the big things I'm, I'm putting out there for, for me. I'm just trying to tell people like we as I think it's more of a women thing, like yeah. a woman thing. We just, we, we label ourselves and yes. we automatically go, oh my God, I could never do that. I could we never. We tell, yeah, we have this image of ourselves and we think we can't break out. Like, and we think, and I don't know why, where that comes from, but for me, it would be like, well, I'm not one of those people that run. Like right. those people are crazy. Like they're, you know, and I remember, I actually remember going on vacation with people in my twenties and I'm like, you're running on a vacation. Like what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> Like you're on vacation, you know? So I, but I was like, okay, at this time I was really into taking on these challenges. And I remember, I'll be totally honest. I researched the previous year's 5k results and I saw, I went right down to the bottom of the list and I was like, what are the slowest people doing runs in? Like, what is this? <laughs> I mean, it sounds, it sounds bad and I know we shouldn't compare, but that's kind of what I personally needed to get, give me a little bit of confidence. So I looked and it was like 60 ish minutes and I went, wait, I did the math and I was like, I could walk three miles in 60 minutes. Okay. All right. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Right. So, That's so, so then I, I went to the treadmill I, and I remember, I actually remember this blog post like it was yesterday. It's not online anymore because I took the blog sound, but I remember writing this blog post uh, and it was called, I did it, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> point. And I set 5k goal on the treadmill and I actually ran it five or three miles. Um, and it took me like 35 or 40 minutes or something like that. But I was like, okay, I'm prepared. And I went to this race. I have pictures of my, my husband came with my son, who at this time was around three. And um, I, I remember seeing at the front at the starting line going like, you know, that song from Sesame Street, like which one of these things is not like, yes. That? Yeah. That's how I felt. I was like, these people, like, I don't belong here. I feel out of place. Mm -hmm. Um, they all like were stretching and they knew what they were doing. And I'm like, Oh my God, what's happening. Um, <laughs> and I ran that three miles and I crossed that finish line with tears in my eyes. And I like, I even thinking about it now, I'm getting teary eyed thinking about it, watching, my son's expression as he watched me cross the finish line. Um, and everything changed after that. I, within a year after that race, I ran my first, I ran, I remember I ran a relay in the Baltimore marathon, six miles. It was the first time I ever ran six miles. Then I ran uh, my first 10 miler in Annapolis. Then I ran my first half. And then I ran, um, I ran a full marathon, like within wow. a year of that first run. Um, and it wasn't fast, you know, I, I mean, I think my marathon time was like five, ten, five hours and something minutes, you know, like five hours, 10 minutes or five hours, 20 minutes, something like that. Um, and I had a lot of crap going on in my life at that time. I was, I was working, my father just passed away. We were moving. It was like a crazy time in my life. Um, so that's how I started running. And then running was pervasive in my fitness routine for like that. I, I identified now as a runner, you know, and I, mm -hmm. even though I was slow, I kind of got over that whole, oh, you have to be fast mentality and all that mm -hmm. stuff. And then I befriended another trainer <laughs> <laughs> who, um, guys, big, make friends with trainers would be my <laughs> advice. Uh, I, I befriended another can, trainer. That's, you know what though, and we're being funny, but it was true. Is, like I can absolutely pinpoint when, times in my life that changed. And I don't know if I told you this, I'm getting my NASM certification this year, not oh, to like, nice. yeah. I, I, I just want the knowledge. I want, I want the credibility. And, I did the and, same thing with ACE. I got my ACE certification last year. Did you? Yeah. But I, I think trainers, um, when you, you know, I think everybody just like, just like running and just like all of these things where we go, Oh, I could never do that. People before they've been with a trainer, 
they'll go, Oh, I don't need a trainer. Or they'll do the thing that I did before I found, started with my first trainer. I'm like, I'll just hire him and have him show me to do three or four workouts. Right, and right. I'll just do it on my own. Cause I didn't want to pay for a trainer. And then you hire a trainer and you realize your whole life will change. Um, with a so, good trainer. I will, cause there are yeah, some absolutely. not so good trainers. So I remember telling, I think I took advantage. The reason how I befriended him was it was like, I joined a new gym cause we moved and it was like, Oh, you get three free sessions or something like mm-hmm. that. And so I was like, oh, I'll take advantage of this. And then we hit it off. I really liked him. He was a nice guy. And I was really honest with him. I go, look, I told him my history. All kinds. I go, I don't need you to stand behind me on a machine and count my reps. <laughs> that's, that's not what I'm looking for. Like, I like, I never do the same thing twice. Like I, like I try to out the classes. Like I'm not, like I'm not, I, I, it's, I'm not natural at it. So I almost need to like, need something motivating. And so in a weird way, I kind of became his guinea pig where he was like, well, I'll try out work or out routines on you. Um, so he gave me a super discounted rate and we would work out together. And I, I remember at this time, I mean, I'm in my mid thirties at this time, I think I would run to the gym, which was about a three mile run from my house and then lift weights with him. And then he would drive me home because I was <laughs> on his way home. It was great. I did that three days a week. And then the other days I would maybe just jog or do some yoga in my house or something. Um, so that I did that for quite a while. And this was around, I was doing that right around fit blogging being launched and um, and then I remember, I think it was fit blogging 10 or 11. Someone said to me, you would really like CrossFit. And I go, yeah, I'm sure I would, but there's no CrossFit gyms around. Like I, like it wasn't an option. I didn't have the option. And I remember a few months later, I'm driving a couple miles from my house and I see a billboard for a new CrossFit gym. And I went, well, I guess I'll be trying this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I did, I went, and I tried it out. Um, I think it was winter. It might've been January ish of 2012. And I, I had no idea. It was that long yeah, ago. It was that long ago. And I, uh, imme- I, within a month, I did the trial week, the whole nine yards. They had this whole onboarding thing. And within a month I quit my, I quit my membership at the traditional gym, the Globo gym, like, you know, and I went all in on CrossFit and I literally have never looked back. Um, I'm so embarrassed. I, I literally had no idea you may, and maybe it's only because I've been noticing your posts about it. Yeah, I post a little bit more about it now. I don't post a lot. I mean, I just don't post that much anymore. I kind mm-hmm. of pulled back a little bit on social media. and uh, But at that time, you have to remember, like, I'm like 36. Uh, I wasn't an athlete. I wasn't, you know what I mean? So I really felt like like I was starting at ground zero. So the amount of of like gains that I've made in these last like six, seven years of CrossFitting have been for me personally immense. And now I have realized that I have become the person at the gym that, you know, you look at that person, you're like, oh my gosh, how do they know all that? Or mm-hmm. how can they lift that weight? Or how can they? And sometimes I have to almost put myself in check that I'm not the newbie anymore because I still feel like the newbie. Like I still feel like, oh, I can never, oh, I don't know. I, I don't think I could do that. And then they're like, Ronnie, you could do pull-ups. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's right. I can do pull-ups <laughs> because I was like, oh, I forget. Like I just like, cause I still battle that kind of internal like monologue dialogue of my, with myself that it's like, this isn't you. You're not, you, you know, you're not the workout person. You don't look like these people. You don't do this people, you know, you weren't an athlete. I'm st- I still battle that inner voice all the time, mm-hmm. but, um, I just basically set goals for myself now. And I've gone through, I mean, even within now my CrossFit like I've switched CrossFit gyms. I've been under a handful of coaches for a long time. There were no kind of good coaches available in my area. And so I ended up um, kind of doing my own CrossFit-y like stuff on my own for a little while until I found another CrossFit gym. You know, so CrossFit, it's, it's almost like church for some people. Like you got to find the right community. You got to find the right um, group of people. And uh, so within my own um kind of CrossFit-y experience I've had kind of mini experiences. But now I've been at the same CrossFit gym now for about two years, I think, a year and a half, two years. And, um, you know, I'm 43. I'll be 44 this year. And for me, anytime I can gain any strength, I, it's a win. I, and I think it's uh, – I we had this little software where it tells you when you, you hit a new personal record and it put a little gold star. And I mm-hmm. – I don't, I'm not gonna lie. I live for gold stars. <laughs> I was like, Oh, did I, did I do that a little faster than last time? Did I lift a little bit more than I did last time? And that whole mentality is kind of what I live for now. I I've lost all the, 
I'm doing it to be skinny feelings. I've lost mm-hmm. all the, now it's, I'm like, gosh, I have to figure out how to eat so I can maintain my muscle or I have to, you know, I, I, my entire perception has completely changed over the course of the last, you know, 10 to 15 years on the fitness realm. That's what I, I, I definitely, that's what I saw that was so inspirational about your stuff um, to me personally, because I just, I saw you just oozing confidence and strength and like, you know, it, it, for you, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, this is so awesome. And I'm in my zero genes. And I think back to how much has changed. There's a lot of change that's happened. And I think you would agree for the better in, I'm just going to use a dumb phrase, the fitness space, right? The, you know, the fitness category. I remember, and it's funny because our businesses were around you know, they overlapped with Fit Blogging and Fitfluential. And when I first started Fitfluential and CrossFit was, it, I wasn't, it wasn't that CrossFit was just starting. It was starting to become big. It yeah, was right. emerging and, and the CrossFit games were becoming, you know, everybody, and, and we were working with Reebok, you were working with Reebok. And, and so it was very, it was really becoming mainstream, I think at that time, 2012-ish. Um, and so back then, I didn't, what I didn't like about CrossFit in particular or, or the community is there, there were a lot of people who would discover it and then they talked as if, and, and this is what I don't see anymore. And I'm, I'm glad you'd see a lot of posts like on Pinterest, like I thought I was working out until I did CrossFit and, and. Oh yeah. Say, like, I hate that mentality too. Yeah. Yeah. And, but you also can see that similarly sometimes back, and I don't see this as much anymore. And this is what I love. You know, there'd be people who would go vegan and then they talk about everybody who wasn't vegan, like they're a total asshole. And, you know, it's like, there's so many different ways to get fit and healthy. And what I love is hearing stories like people like you who have found something that they, that really works for them. And it doesn't mean that CrossFit's for everybody, but you know, I, one of my goals this year is to actually go to a CrossFit box and like, cause I'm so intimidated by it. I'm, I'm so intimidated to, it's not that I don't think I can do the training. So these are some of the things I want to ask you about mm-hmm, sure. as we close, because I do know that there's a lot of women out there who are like me, who are like, okay, I lift weights. I like lifting weights. I've seen some of my friends do this. However, there is this thing, and I feel the same way about spin class. I've never done mm-hmm. a spin class. Oh, I have. Spin classes are fun, man, but they are they are intense. It's crazy, but so here's what goes through my mind. So the the last trainer that I had in Austin, um, I worked out at Gold's Gym. Now down here, I work out at Lifetime Fitness, but I worked out at Gold's Gym. And truthfully, when the the trainer they chose for me came out, I'm like, oh my God, it's a CrossFit douchebag. And I told him, I'm like, that's exactly what I thought of you. He had his head shaved, really long, big, bushy beard, you know, like he just- Yeah, there's like a, a pro- there's definitely a prototype there. Yeah, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, and the, the truth is, best trainer I've ever had. Um, he would train me at, in what I would call a CrossFit style. And he's like, look, I have respect for all kinds of training, but I mean, I was doing, I was deadlifting my body weight. I was doing front squats and back squats and learning correct form and learning that everything I thought about form and mobility before that was wrong. And it was so awesome feeling. I've still never done a pull up in my life. But no, when it took I think me, about it took me three to, years, Kelly, three years it, just to be able okay. to do like one pull up. That, I think it, yeah, it'll probably take me 20, but I'll do, I'm, I'm determined to do it before I die. So when I, when I think about like me going by myself, like Ronnie, if you were here in San Antonio and I could go to a CrossFit box with you, I'd be okay. But I am terrified to go because I feel like I'm going to just put this out there. I feel like if I go, I'll be judged for my clothes that they'll go, Oh, you don't, you know, like you're not wearing short shorts and a bra top because every, everybody I see, and I'm just, I, <laughs> I do not, I do not wear short shorts and a, a rod, although there are girls in my gym that do. That and I'm not. just, the reason I'm not, to, <laughs> I'm, I'm sharing this, not even to be funny. I want everybody listening to know, like I record this podcast because I want people, the, the, the things that hold people back in fitness are that we don't share what we're intimidated. Yes, or I agree. From. And the truth mm-hmm. is like, so I think I'm so worried about like, well, CrossFit people seem to like not, you know, like they're they're not super. Like, what if I go in and I have makeup on? Everyone's going to judge me. 
so there's that, that superficial thing of, of me that I think, oh my God, everyone's going to be mad. And then I feel like I'm going to walk in there and everybody will be so far ahead of me that I will fail and drop dead or just like have a heart attack. How, what's it like when you're a total so, beginner? So I, um, it's funny. I've bought, I, one thing about CrossFit is like, once you are a CrossFitter, I guess, and I don't even like to call myself that. Like I, you know, I just go to CrossFit classes. That's what I do. Um, I drop in a lot of cross, like when I travel, I drop in, there's a culture where it, there's a culture that if you work at a CrossFit gym, then when you go somewhere else, you should visit their CrossFit gyms. And that happens mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and I remember being new, the, the culture of CrossFit and one of the reasons why I like it so much is it's very supportive. Um, I can probably give you like stereotypes of every single person is at the CrossFit gym. There's, you know, the girl who's really into makeup and has long hair. Does a, there's the girls wearing the shorty shorts and all she cares about is lifting, you know, five times her body weight. <laughs> there's, the, there's like, we have a new member at our gym. He has a tracheotomy, right? He, wow. he has to hold his throat to talk. And, um, and if you're, you know, there's a lot of variety in CrossFit gyms. You really have to find the right gym. I've seen bad CrossFit gyms where they, you know, they're just not doing it right. But mm-hmm. in a good CrossFit gym, if the coaches are experienced, they scale everything for you appropriately. If you're the last person finishing a workout, everyone rallies for you. There's this great sense of just like, we're in this together, guys. Let's get through this. And that's one of the things that I love about it. Um, so I did a lot of Tough Mudders back in the day, in my 30s. I, I, haven't, I haven't done them for a while. I did like seven for, I was on a streak. Um, and that's why I liked them. So there's definitely for me and my personality type, that's what I want to feel like I'm, I'm in this with people like that. We are going to get through it together. And there's also the other side of that where there's this friendly competition. Like this morning we did a jump rope and the one girl, uh, you know, we had two minutes, do as many as you can, you know, and we track everything and you see your own progress, which is the number Mm -hmm. one thing. Like, my sense of accomplishment, I now have this level of confidence because I go, well, I ha- can't do that yet, but I, based on my history, <laughs> I couldn't do any of these things either mm-hmm. at one time. And so after a while, that does change the way your brain works. I now no longer, it's kind of like this, as an educator, I kind of, there's like this fixed mindset, growth mindset. It really flips the switch for you in this growth mindset where you just go, well, yeah, maybe I can't do a pull-up, but one day I will be if I keep working at it because I also couldn't do push-ups and now I can do 10 push You get this like confidence uh, domino effect that happens. Mm. Um, but yeah, for someone new, I mean, you really have to rip the Band-Aid off and just walk through the door. And that's one of the things I would say that I've always been pretty good at um, is me the same. And I think I started that mentality when I first, first had to walk into a gym for the first time ever, uh, and, and walk into a step class and I was petrified. So I think you, you have that if you can, if you can get over yourself, because that's really what you have to do and take that leap. That's the biggest thing. You know, they always say too, like running, what's the hardest part of running? It's, it's walking out the front door with your sneakers on. Once you're running, you're running. And if you have to stop and walk, who cares? You're still out doing it, right? Um, It's that kind of activation energy you need to try something. And and I think like once you do that often, that activation energy becomes your norm. You're just like, sure, I'll try it. Yeah, like why not? Let's do it again to try. Uh, and that's how you kind of approach workouts. You know, we'll, we'll see a workout and it'll be like, like today's workout was insane. And I'm like, all right, let's see how this goes. <laughs> and you just kind of close your eyes and uh, jump and then see what happens. And, and that's okay, so kind of what I live for. I, I absolutely love everything you're saying. And it's funny because what, when you're going like, Hey, it's the same feeling of when I first started running or when I went in the gym and I, I'm sitting here listening to you going, you know, this is, what's the number one thing that I'm doing in my business world. It's working with people to get them to stop obsessing and worrying about what people think of them. It is so limiting in life. And yet I'm doing it in this one area with trying CrossFit. and so. I, I realize I got to walk the walk there. So that's good. And I can get past that. 
my, I think really for me, and this is like a, a more specific thing to me, you know, I put up a post today I've been dealing with, I'm kind of starting over, like it's February, 2020, I've been dealing with chronic pain and I'm finally like able to, to work and work out again, but I'm also on certain medications and I have to be very careful. Like I'm on a beta blocker. I'm not allowed to get my heart rate up really high, but let's say I'm not on a beta blocker. I think about myself and like, I've lost a lot of strength. I've lost muscle. You know, I'm in a different fitness place than where I was a year ago. So if I were to go to a CrossFit box today and say, I didn't have to worry about some of the things like not elevating my heart rate. When you say, okay, there's a workout, like everybody at CrossFit, this is, I think what intimidates me the most. And I want you to, to clarify, and then we'll wrap up because we're yeah, hitting sure. the window. Um, when you go into a CrossFit box and everybody's working out together, like mm-hmm. what, what I think is I've seen wads, right? It's like, do this, do this, do this. Um, my thought is like, if you're a newbie and, and everybody's supposed to do like burpees, it, do you, are you like yoga where you can just stop and like, I'm dying and I can't do any more burpees oh, or yeah. someone going to yell at you? No, all the time. I stop all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. And I would say, so like basically an average CrossFit gym, you go in for class, the coach should rally everybody that's in the class, go over the workout, ask if there's any injuries he needs to be aware of. Um, and then he kind of, you know, so he goes over the, basically like the agenda, right? Mm-hmm. So then usually there's a warm up, which you'll either do together as a group if it's designed that way, or he'll say, go do X, Y, Z. And then he'll help people who may not have ever done those movements. Then you reconvene again. And now it's the strength portion. Usually it might be something different. It might be gymnastics or something like that, but it'll be a strength portion. It'll be like, Hey, today we're going to do five sets of five back squats at 60% of your run rep. And then he'll go, if you don't know your run rep, then we're just going to work up. And if you've never, if this is your first class, then they'll work with the person who's been there, you know, the, the newest they'll, he'll, they'll generally, or he or she will work with the newer clients, um, knowing that like, I don't need as much attention. So that's kind of, it's like group training, oh, cool. really. That's, that's exactly how it works. Yeah. Then after the strength, you know, he'll usually say, Hey, we have 15 minutes to do this. And a good CrossFit coach will keep the clock really tight. And, and that's what I like about my current. So they'll say, okay, guys, you have 15 minutes to complete that. And if you don't get it done, you don't get it done. You do the best you can. Um, and then you track, you know, you put it in the little computer, you track it down and then say, okay, now it's the wad. So, Hey guys, we're going to do, uh, you know, pushups, this, this, this five rounds, your goal is 12 minutes or something like that. And then everyone is working at their own pace. Um, the coach should come around and get, you know, make cues, corrective cues. If someone's doing something wrong or, if, you know, if they're taking a break, he'll just make sure they're okay. Mm-hmm. And then usually your workouts are either time-based, like as in, we're going to do this for 10 minutes, or it'll be, Hey, we're going to see how fast you can do this. And then everybody has a different time. Um, but yeah, like this morning we had this, what's called a chipper which is basically we're just doing massive amounts of reps of different movements uh, one mm-hmm. at a time. So we did like 100 squats and then 90 this and then 80 this. And then, you know, you work down the tree. And everyone, uh, we had a varying array of skill sets and experience and fitness levels. Um, and the ranges of people finishing were anywhere from 20 minutes to 35, 40 minutes. So you could see there's like there was mm-hmm. – a 15 minute difference between the fastest person and the slowest person. Yeah. And if you're the fastest person, then, you know, you generally wait for the slowest person or you'll do some stretches. And then after the whole workout is everyone's finished, then we do a little cool down together if there's time. And that's kind of the flow of a basic, I mean, that's the flow of any good CrossFit gym that I've ever been to. That's kind of how it works. I mean, and I think, I think I inherently know that, but I'm also asking this for people who are, you know, they don't have as many friends uh, right. who yeah. they can ask. And so I want them to be able to listen to this and go, okay, this is something I want to test out because, um, you know, it's funny because my man's son uh, founded a CrossFit. I don't know if oh, they nice. say founded. He started a CrossFit yeah. box in Dallas. And I've asked him these same questions. I'm like, okay, I, I really feel the pull, but I'm intimidated and blah, blah, blah. Does he have the kind of the same flow? Like, did yeah. he explain? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty, yeah. I mean, it's pretty standard. Yeah. Well, I, I kept asking him, I'm like, so Matt, you know, if I came to, you know, CrossFit Westwood here, you know, what would you, would you work with me? Like, cause I'm, I'm so scared. I'm so scared of, you know, somebody going, you guys do your, like do a back squat. And then I would be all by myself trying to, 
you know, like it's a, it's a new, and so if I knew that I would be the beginner and somebody would work with me until I was comfortable, and I truly think that that's what we're all looking for, is yeah. just like, I'm new here, can you help me? And so would you say, for everybody who's out there, wherever they live, generally speaking, and I think now it's great because if you guys go and use Yelp, you can actually look up CrossFit boxes and there'll be a lot of, a lot more people are reviewing CrossFit. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't, it wasn't that way four or five years ago. You, it, you'd be hard pressed to find reviews. And I think you'll see more people who are reviewing and saying the coach is very welcoming and, and they have their pictures. Um, so would you say in closing to everybody who's considering this and who's like completely intimidated like me that you would, you know, as somebody who's come from so far, in, and you've tried so many things, you would say you're going to be okay. Like give them that. What, what's your piece of advice to people who are like, okay, I think I'm going to do it. I'm scared, but like, let them know they're going to be okay. Well, you're definitely going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean the worst case, this is, I'm a worst case scenario kind of person. I'm like worst case scenario. You walk out in the middle of class because the coach isn't giving you any attention. You go, well, I'm never right. going back there. Like, so what, like, what is like, what do you have to lose? Um, do a lot of places let you, do you have to sign up for a membership typically? No, 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 no. Most places, most, I mean, every CrossFit gym I've ever seen, they'll either allow, our current gym does a week trial. So like you can, you can say, Hey, I want to do a week trial and come to any class for every, you know, one class a day for seven days with no mm-hmm. commitment or fees and try it out. Um, that's probably on the, the, the high end of uh, things. I mean, minimally they have a drop in where you can try it out. Um, mm-hmm. and there may or may not be a cost associated with that. And a lot of good gyms, depending on their size should have what they call like an onboarding where they may require you to pay a little bit of extra money in a very small group setting with other newbies mm-hmm. so that they can go over the, the bigger movements and things like that. And so you're not completely green in a, in a class, but I feel like that model has slowly been kind of dying mostly because um, there's just not as many newbies now. You know, there was a rush just like with anything. Yeah. And, t- you know, at, at one point there'd be four or five new members at the same time. And now it's like you trickle in a new member. And so you kind of just, if you're new, you kind of get absorbed into the class and the coach just kind of spends most of their time with the new members, knowing that the, the, you know, the experienced members, they'll come to him if he needs, if they have a question, like I'll go to the coach and say, Hey, can you watch me here? I feel like my form's a little off. Whereas the new person usually gets the majority of attention from the coaches. I love it. Well, I'm just going to put this out there because, so I have to probably, and I see my doctor again, but for me, like the, the first part of this year is going to be me recovering. And I have to kind of, I, it's probably not smart for me to, to think about trying CrossFit until I'm off some of these medications and whatnot, but I'm going to put it out there that this is my year, um, that I'm going to get past my, yeah. And so you can hold me accountable, Ronnie, because I will, I'll check in with you. I'll be like, did you do CrossFit yet? Did you do CrossFit yet? (laughs) And I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell Matt too, because I remember I was saying something to him about yoga and he's like, well, I've never done yoga. I don't consider it a workout. I'm like, really? Okay. Oh my gosh. So, I love yoga. Yeah. What? I, I, I kind of mad that I don't do more of it actually. I know. It's just, to me, it's like, it's so, I, I just think there's, you can't, once you've really done yoga, like you can't say anything bad about it. So I'm going to challenge him. Like, okay, dude, here's our challenge. I will do CrossFit this year. You will do a yoga class this year. Like, that's the thing. Let's just, I just want people to try new things because yes. every time I've That's tried my thing things, too. I've been so surprised. Um, and I've, I've been pleasantly surprised. And of course you're going to try things that you don't like, but your whole life can change when you step out and, and try new things. And so I am going to do it. Um, Ronnie, we went way over as That's usual. Fine. I do this with my guests. <laughs> I can never shut up, but tell people where they can find you online. And I'll link that up in the show notes. Um, so I'm not super, super active online anymore, but I do have, I'm at ronnynoon.com, which is kind of my blogging when I have time blog. Um, and I do recipes and food on green light bites. Still, I relaunched green light bites uh, about two years oh, ago. Awesome. I cannot live without a food outlet, even though again, I don't have as much time to devote to it as I once was. I once did. Um, but yeah, ron- ronnynoon.com is kind of my hub. So it's an easy place to find me. 
All right. I will link up to it. Thank you so much uh, for being on the show. I will follow up with you so that we can get you back on to do some business talk. Um, and you've really, really made me feel a lot comfortable about stepping out of my comfort zone um, later awesome. this year and I will do it. So for everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. I will link up to everything we talked about in the show notes here. I'm also going to link up um, just on the running side of things. If you guys haven't watched the movie, Brittany runs a marathon. Um, it is something everybody should watch. And it will, if you were inspired by Ronnie's earlier story, I wrote that down in the notes. I'm like, we should have people watch that movie. It's, it'll make you cry too. It's just amazing. So um, I encourage everybody to try something new. If you have questions for me on this episode, on future episodes, on advertising opportunities, on nominating somebody that I interview for the show, simple. Use the contact me form at kellyalexa.com or you can also email Angie at kellyalexa.com. She'll get that to me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time on the Kelly O Show. Hey, everybody. This marks the end of this episode with Ronnie Noon. I hope you enjoyed it. She is awesome, isn't she? Um, I certainly encourage you to connect with her on the websites that we mentioned in this show. We will link up to that in the show notes as well as everything else that we uh, referenced in this show. If you have questions about this show, about um, future episodes, if you would like to inquire about advertising on the show, um, sponsor spots, if you would like to nominate somebody that uh, we interview on the show, you can simply head on over to kellyalexa.com and use the contact me form. Let's keep it simple. Just use that form. It'll get to me and my assistant and we will get back to you as soon as possible. If you're enjoying the show, First of all, thank you so much. I love it when you guys send me comments and DMs, and it means the world to me when you tell me that you are able to make significant changes in your life based on the information I've been able to share with you here. So seriously, thank you so much for all the kind comments. That just makes my world. If this show is resonating with you and you're loving it, I'm sure you're already subscribed. I would love it if you would share the show with friends and family, because the more people that we get listening to the show... um, the more people and more lives that we can change. And then lastly, if you haven't taken a moment to leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would mean the world to me. Um, That certainly, again, helps the show get seen and heard by more folks who can benefit from this information. So thank you in advance. You mean the world to me. I can't wait to bring you more exciting episodes this year. We are now going into one episode live every day for the rest of the year. Yes, 30 episodes a month. It's really exciting. And you guys just have no idea what's coming. Stay tuned. We'll see you next time on The Kelly O Show.